Welcome to Dating for Marriage. My name is Lori Cause, And I'm Hannah Green. And together we're going to share our perspectives on dating. So you can have quick wins, date ideas, and some fun. All while looking for your happily ever after. step is a lot of people and I still haven't met that person. I think that, you know what, you have to kiss a lot of frogs today, unfortunately, because I would agree with you. I think I probably went on more like over 150 dates, something crazy like that online before I met my husband. I have not done that much, but this is what I'm saying. Like, okay, this is like my daily online thing. Okay. I'm I'm looking on an app. We're not going to work on the app at the moment. We're just talking about an app and I make contact like, or swipe right or something on, let's say 10 people. Okay. Out of those 10 people, maybe eight of them actually. And I connect not, maybe not even eight. That's exaggerating. Um, Maybe like five. Okay. And then out of those five I message five of them and only like three of them return and then out of those three maybe one will end up going on a date with me I'm saying that amount of people that I have to go through just to get one date is like an extenuating amount I hate it like that's that's what takes most of the time I think like it's like reading through all the people yeah but you know what I really think weeding is necessary though. Like this is my thing. So I never did Bumble. I never did Tinder. I never did the swipe right, swipe left. I never did it. But my whole thing is you really need to read the profiles. It can't be solely based on looks. I really encourage people to read what people are writing to see if there's any interest. And I also want you to really think about it. And I want you to be so hung up on things like height. And, oh, this person doesn't like to do this, which I really love to do, because not everybody you come across is going to be your perfect type. But I really do believe at the end of the day, like opposites attract and you have to be willing to kind of look outside of your, your, you know, your type, your comfort zone of person and give people a chance. So I always encourage people. This is like a goal that I encourage people that I'm coaching to do is reach number one. I don't believe in just being on one site. I think you should be on at least two sites, two sites max. I was going to ask that question. I'm glad you answered that. Yeah. Sites max. Two sites max. I want you to really focus on only those two sites. Don't do any more because then it's going to become overwhelming. And then look at five profiles a day just five. And instead of just swiping right, if you're doing Tinder or Bumble, I want you to also read their profile and write a sincere message to them because there are so many people online dating, you really need to stand out and make it known that you're interested. And, you know, you want to stand out from that girl who's just swiping right and not saying anything and somebody who's actually really interested in, you know, whatever he's writing. When you say five profiles a day, Mm -hmm. meaning that we just look at five profiles a day, we don't match with five profiles a day or. So just do five a day. Okay. I mean, you're doing five a day on each profile you're on. So that's 10 shots a day. 
this is going to help you not feel so exhausted. I think definitely am into that because that is like half the battle, right? Like, and one of the, like you said it in the last podcast, that's one of the things that a lot of people, they don't like having to spend all their time. It takes a lot of time. It's like a second or third or fourth job. Depends. Don't put a lot of pressure on yourself because you're working, you have your friends, you have your activities, five each a day. That's all you need to do. And maybe you won't match with somebody that day, but who cares? Tomorrow's another day. You're trying, at least you're trying and you're not overexhausting yourself and you're not making yourself feel a lot of pressure. And I think it also helps too with the anxiety level. Cause I think anytime you're on these social apps for too long, you start to overthink. So before we move on to some of the other things, um, I wanted to point out, first of all, I think that more women read the profiles than men do because mm-hmm. Agreed. I have a lot of times where I match, I match with somebody and then they'll disappear. And I think they've solely matched for me, matched with me based on my pictures. And then they, once we matched, they read my profile and then decided they, I wasn't for them and they disappear. Or they read something in the profile and they would be like, oh, never mind. I don't want a family or something like that. And they'd be like, bye, good luck or something. So I really think that that women are more likely to read profiles than men. And second of off, I wanted to go back to you talking about like that it can't just be a checklist like of qualities that we're looking for. Going back to my book, Calling in the One, one of the recent chapters that I just read talked all about this. Um, The author actually, she's white and she grew up um, afraid to date black men. And she ended up marrying a black man because she would uh, had this, this block up because of her family and her family ends up loving him and everything like that. But it's like, she never, she turned this guy down several times because he didn't meet her checklist. I love that because that's says, like a good example. Yeah. And then you talk about like finding your soulmate and that a lot of times you miss your soulmate because you're looking for this checklist of things, but your soulmate might not necessarily, well, first of all, they say that your soulmate might not be the person that you marry. Your soulmate could be your friend because there are different types of soulmates, but yeah. a lot of times you miss a lot of what you need or want because you're looking off of this checklist. So I think like, especially with dating profiles, it gets, it makes it really easy to check the stuff off because you can see on their profile, oh, they want kids, check. Oh, they're this height, check. Oh, yeah. it's easy to follow that profile. And I, I definitely feel like I've, I've tried to stay away from that. I'm not saying that I'm a hundred percent like, great at doing it but I think that it definitely I'm definitely more open-minded than I was in the beginning as far as like not hitting things on a checklist and focusing more on just what I want out of life than what I want out of their per the person's physical or you know certain characteristics so I thought that was really interesting that no no, it goes back to the Rolling Stone song my friend always used to say this to me you don't always get what you want but if you find sometimes you get what you need I love that song for that purpose you really get what you need right 
Yeah, I think a lot of people are focused on that and it's really hard to not be focused on it. I think that that's why we're here. We're here to help people not be focused on those types of things. So what were some dating apps that you had in mind for nowadays? <laughs> Lori, Lori met her husband back in the day off of Plenty of Fish. I met, yes, you got it. Yeah. I met him on Plenty of Fish. But Plenty of Fish may not be what Plenty of Fish was back in eight Our, years ago when I did it. And it also may be challenging because of the area, right? Because it is a free app. But I, do, I don't really necessarily think you have to pay for an app for it to be good. No, no there's not even a lot of apps now that you have to pay for. Most of them are free at right. the first level. But I think the yeah. quality is better on some than others. But yeah. Okay. And I think it varies for everybody. And that's the thing. Like, I think if you've had a good experience on an app, stay on that app. Because it, number one, you're going to feel confident about it. And you're going to have a good vibe off of it. Like I did match before I hated match. I felt like I used to get a bunch of people who just wanted to hook up. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So I don't know whether your experience is the same, but I feel like on match, especially I've done it a couple of times where I've paid like for the three mm-hmm. and every single time it never fair fails, whether it was like years later or months later, I had some of the exact same people message me after I got back on again oh for sure it's like the same people hanging out on there I remember are you guys just on here to like creep or are you literally (laughs) on here to find somebody because some of them were creepers let's be honest most of the time I'm it's older men that are creeping on the younger women and it would literally be like as soon as I sign up again I have a inbox message from this same man. And it was, so that like right there turned me off from match aside from the fact that you have to pay for it. I can completely relate to that one. I think that you are right though, that it depends on the person because for some people match might be okay. So what are the pros of match? So I think the pros of match, right? If you pay for it, right? You can kind of search endlessly. I don't know if it's changed today where they match you more to someone back in the day. They didn't really give you a questionnaire to match you up. I mean, they do have an app now, so it can be like Bumble or Tinder or something where you can swipe. Also, mm-hmm. that's the biggest change that I've seen. I mean, I haven't done it in the past couple of years, so it could have even changed from then, but they don't have a, they don't have a questionnaire. I don't think that set. Yeah. Up. Um, I also did OkCupid back in the day. I really liked OkCupid because it had the questionnaire and it matched you up based on preference, which I thought was somewhat helpful. And I did end up going on a lot of dates and I didn't have to pay for it. I did OkCupid. I don't think I ever had a date on it, but. Okay. Okay. Um, Um, Most of the people right now that I've been working with are doing Bumble and Tinder. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I'm shaking my head. We're in a podcast. Sh- I haven't Tinder in a long time, and I really don't know whether it's for this age group, like the right. age group. I'm not necessarily convinced that that's okay. I feel like it's more for the college 
age kids, but so it, it, you know, I've heard a mix. Like I've heard younger people and I've heard like, you know, people in their thirties enjoy it just because it's like the swipe, right? Swipe left. It's easy, right? It's an easy profile to fill out. And then I think some people have kind of gone back to it because back in January, they introduced like a safety focus update. I don't Mm -hmm. know if you heard about this where they yeah, they have photo verification now. So then, you know, that people can't catfish you. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, people have to say who they are. And then they also did um, a thing on there where, you know, it kind of tracks if you're going to meet somebody. So then they know who you're meeting and where you're meeting. Um, And then it also has like a discreet button trigger if you you need, you have an emergency and the person's acting creepy, which I thought was kind of cool. It is, but you're just going to randomly have your app open at the time. I mean, I guess, I guess I mean, it's it just better than nothing, but I just, I think like, you know, yeah. my hey, I... thing on my phone is probably a little bit better. Faster. Than... Yeah. Faster. I don't know. I, you know, I, it sounded good to me when I read it just because there was nothing like that out there at the time when I was, when I was online dating another one that I tried that was just a bummer for me, but I know other people have had great experiences is eHarmony. I know that that was a lot of work to fill out that profile. <laughs> a lot it of is. I, I feel like I did go on a date with somebody from eHarmony, but I can't remember now. I think I'm just over all those like tedious ones. Mm. Another big one I hear um, a lot of people are on right now is Hinge. And you hear a lot of great things about Hinge. I do too. Um, my brother that lives in New York City, he met his girlfriend off of Hinge and he definitely always uses it. And I don't know whether it's more popular, like because it's in New York, but I think it took a while to get other places. So now mm-hmm. that it is a little bit more popular everywhere, I think it's definitely an easier thing to do. Have you heard anything about the Facebook dating? So I have heard about Facebook dating, but I've heard things that it's kind of icky. I don't know from a couple of people, but like I said, I went on a date with somebody. Oh, okay. So what's your, what's your feedback? But I, I mean, the date was fine. Like the person that I met off of there was quality for sure. But I do feel like you have to weed through a lot more that are not Mm. quality in order to get there because there's no kind of like Tinder. It's not really like anything just based off of your location always enjoyed bumble because i like setting the tone of the conversation and i feel like the ones where the men can be the first ones to uh send you a message oftentimes those messages can get off on the wrong foot so they can get off like i'm always turned off by somebody who just wants to talk about something sexual the very first thing that comes out of their mouth Oh, for sure. Red flag, red flag. I know. And like, I felt like I got also dick pics a lot on Tinder. Oh, so I think that that turned me off. So I like the fact that Bumble has that option where I can set the tone. I will be, be honest. I still got people that, well, no, that was a way for me to weed them out. Cause I still got people being inappropriate to whatever question I asked them. And then that was an easy way to weed them out because if you're being inappropriate to some not appropriate question that I'm asking you goodbye, you can go. I think that if I were to choose to, to use, it probably 
would be Hinge and Bumble. I think that's great. I know a lot of people who are doing the same thing, but honestly, it's, I think everything's a crapshoot. I don't think one site's better than another because I don't know. I remember talking about this with all my friends and it's really just preference, I think, and the experiences you've had. And I think stay away from the ones where you have, you feel negativity or you've had a really bad experience and focus on either A, trying something new or, you know, sticking with what's worked in the past. And maybe after like a month and one sucks and you feel like, oh, I haven't really been meeting anybody, you switch it up and you try something else. That's true. I will say that like for the Facebook one, there's not really an app. It's connected to your Facebook. So you could always be on that one technically and just go over there every once in a while because it's just, it's just part of your Facebook app. So that kind of makes it easier that it's not an additional app. People can constantly see you. Sounds cool. It sounds like something worth trying. Mm -hmm. So I guess, you know, kind of just getting to um, the profile, right? That's always like the big hang up. Like, what do I write? What pictures do I put out there? These are like the biggest questions I get. And this is definitely one of the reasons why I started coaching more because I really feel like I have learned from my bad experiences what works and what doesn't work. And the one thing I highly suggest is make sure you- Before you say anything. Yeah. We do an example first. Yes, let's do an example. Okay, because I'm I'm all for doing an example of my profile, what I sent to you. Yes. You can kind of critique it. Okay, and then you can add anything else before you go. So on my Bumble, this is what I say. Dog mom, traveler, explorer, teacher, writer, reader, biker, patio and beer lover, passionate about my beliefs, podcast obsessed, looking for someone to share life with, non-negotiable, dog lover, must want a family traveler and not a Trump supporter. So I'm interested to hear what your thoughts were for that. So I liked that you put all the activities that you enjoyed. I thought that was excellent. Um, But the thing at the end, the non-negotiables with the dog, eh -eh. don't put non-negotiables down. Don't list anything that you don't want. Instead, I want you to focus on things you want, right? Because it draws people in sometimes to a negative experience when you say, this is non-negotiable and I don't want this, right? Whereas if you just naturally say what you do want, it like opens you up. Okay. So, but that kind of contradicts what you said in the last podcast about being upfront about your non-negotiables. So what's different? So the difference is your approach, Mm -hmm. right? You're basically putting your non-negotiable non-negotiables out there is this is what I'm looking for versus this is what I'm not looking for which sounds negative sometimes right so it's portrayed in a negative light which I completely understand yeah so do you want to do you want so I did write Hannah a profile (laughs) based on her non-negotiables in the profile she used just to kind of show the difference and how to really open yourself up to get what you want and have people be more curious to reach out to you. Yeah. So why don't you read that? What you Um, have it up? I do not have it up right now. Let me, let me pull it up. I'll read it. It's fine. (laughs) I'm not saying it's fine in a bad way. (laughs) I'm just saying 
It's fine. I wrote me a profile that I might have to edit down eventually, depending on which platform I use, because some of them are limited in the amount of text and characters that you can use. Originally from Pataskala, I am an open-minded, fun-loving gal who will try almost anything once. I enjoy my career as a school librarian, fulfilling your pop culture fantasy, sexy librarian, haha. In my free time, I enjoy traveling, spending time with my golden doodle, Josie, exploring Columbus, reading, and biking. I'm a liberal and most passionate about social issues like public education and human rights. My favorite trip outside the U.S. has been Cuba with the history, culture, and the exclusivity. Need I say more? I also recently traveled to Oregon and really love all of the outdoor activities along with the unique terrain. I'm looking for someone who wants a relationship and is in love with life, open to exploring all its possibilities. As you can see, I live an active lifestyle and I'd love to meet someone who wants to join me on my many adventures. I definitely would like to start a family one day. So I'm looking for a guy who would also like to raise a couple of beautiful, adventurous kids. I love that part. I would love to hear from you. There's nothing like a good beer on a patio in the area. Tell me about your favorite spot. So, Lori. Yes. Tell me why that is the be- why that is a good profile. Because it makes you look open, right? It talks about some unique experience that are that is unique to you. People are going to be really intrigued, right? That also have that travel bug. So you're right. finding somebody you're you know you're attracting somebody similar, right? And you've already put it out there that hey, I, I enjoy spending time with my dog. So nobody's gonna reach out to you if they if they don't like dogs, right? True. They yeah. do. They didn't read the profile. Shame on them. Um, Which I also, yeah. And I think also when you when you're starting your profile, open it up with something funny to get people intrigued to read more. So that's why I had to do the sexy librarian thing because you just you want to get them from the get go. Which I do get a lot, guys. Let me just say right? Get it out of the way and have the laugh already because you know it's going to end up coming up. It ends up coming because my whole thing is they always ask me, what do you do? And I say, I'm a, I'm a library media specialist, aka school librarian, and then let the jokes ensue. <laughs> you beat them to the punchline and they're going to like it. I do. I do like that. So you were saying that I can cut it down or something if I need to. Yeah, you maybe you cut out one of the, you don't put the domestic travel in there. You, you know, I definitely like ending a profile with a question. This way, hey, if somebody reads it and they're like, wow, this person sounds wonderful. They have something they can talk to you about. And it's just easy. You seem very easily approachable. Yeah, that's true. So um, the other Like, I think writing the profile is probably the biggest obstacle that most people have to overcome, especially guys. We need to get you some more guys to write profiles for because there's some of the boys out there work a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But picking the pictures, like what advice do you have for the pictures? Because I'll tell you what my struggle is right now. I do not look the same. AKA I have gained weight since I lived in Florida, but I'm just putting that out there because it's something that women struggle with. And it's always, I think it might be something that men struggle with too. 
So my problem with the profile pictures is obviously you want them to be current. Yes. And that's probably the most important, but I struggle because, okay, well, if you're, if you have gamed weight, sometimes you're not as confident taking pictures. And so then, you know, you might, might not have as many to choose from, but, and especially like, I feel like my pictures often, I want them to portray what I like to do. And I, think, I love that. I love that. But, you know, they don't look the same. Like, I, I feel like I look the same, like my face looks the same, but my body doesn't. And obviously I don't want to put off a bad thing. I don't want to give somebody a negative so I think the pictures, especially at this point in my life where I feel like I'm not looking the same as I used to, it's hard to pick them. And I think that's a struggle that probably a lot of people have, men and women. Mm -hmm. I don't know, you know, of many, I don't know what other things men, but men often have the struggle of not having enough pictures to choose from. Like they don't take pictures. They're not somebody that like women right. take a lot of pictures. They're always taking pictures, but men, they're like, we, we have bathroom selfies or we have <laughs> me holding a fish or a deer, which right. is out there often. Yeah. So women, this is my, yeah. So I want to know what, what is your opinion <laughs> on pictures? So this is my thing. You do have to have updated pictures, right? So, and you do also, I love that you said, you mentioned you like putting pictures out there, showing yourself doing something. And I highly agree. I want, instead of really talking about what you like to do, I also want you to show it, right? So definitely I want you to post a picture with things you like doing. And my whole thing is maybe if your pictures are a little bit outdated, invite a friend over. I know we're in COVID. It's going to be a beautiful weekend this weekend, the weekend we're in. Pick a nice weekend where, you know, maybe you feel safer outside. Um, it's a beautiful time of year here because we're recording this in the fall. So pop some bubbly, open, open or have a beer, like have a cocktail to loosen you up. Have your friend start shooting some great pictures of you because A, you're going to feel confident because you're with your friend, you know, yeah. Hannah, you look, you look amazing. So please don't even say that you've gained a ton of weight. She's lying guys. Um, <laughs> Anyway, um, I get it with the pictures though, because it's frustrating. And I, I try to post some different pictures. Your confidence, like, you know, that yeah. back to your, like, yeah. do you feel confident enough to go on the date and things like yeah. that? So, I mean, it, it all plays into the part. So it can be, you yeah, know, something that no, can be a journey. I 100% agree. You, and so definitely like pick a day you're feeling good, dress up, you know, do your hair, put some makeup on, put an outfit on that you feel comfortable in. That's not too tight. If you, you know, you have a couple of COVID pounds right now, I don't know who doesn't. Um, so I think everybody's pretty forgiving right now. Remember you're your worst critic also, and, you know, definitely take some close up, like not too close up pictures, but some face pictures, you know, full body pictures. The thing is to try to be consistent in your look, right? Um, and also no sunglasses. I see a lot of guys posting pictures of sunglasses. It's a no. no your teeth. Show yeah, your show teeth. your show your teeth. Don't wear sunglasses. You know, no shirtless pictures, especially out to the guys out there. That's not attractive. I mean, even if you're buff and you're in good shape, sorry, it's weird. It's creepy. You know, some normal pictures of the things you enjoy doing in the moment. 
So let me ask you um, about this, because I'm asking from a personal experience. Um, yeah. Which was a while ago. Uh, it was probably, I don't know, at least five years ago. So I would have been 32. And obviously I've always struggled with a little bit of, you know, people having kids or not having kids. And it's always been something that I like care a lot about and I want them to share with me. So, you know, having that experience with me has always been like a big deal. I want it to be like, you know, obviously a good experience and everything, but this guy that I went on, I matched with on Bumble, I think we had a really great connection, all this stuff. Um, we went on a date, we talked a lot. Like I really like liked him and all this stuff. And then he dropped the bomb on me that he had kids was upset. And I was completely like, sorry, this isn't like at that time I was like, I can't, I'm not ready to be a stepmom or whatever, you know, like I'm not Mm -hmm. ready. So do you think that people should disclose that on their profiles? Yeah. I think people should definitely be honest because the kid thing is a big thing. I think you want to be as open and honest as you can possibly be, but also positive. You want to stream everything in a positive light. And I don't think you need to tell your life story. I don't think you need to tell your life story on a first date because you definitely want to leave some mystery, but that's a big thing. Having a kid is a big thing. I mean, and it was, I, I understand you don't want to put it out there and like put their pictures on there or anything. No, what I that's another thing I wanted to tell you really really? quick before you go back. Listen, when you post pictures, only you, no pictures with pets, no pictures with kids, no pictures with friends. I just want to see your beautiful face having to be about you. And if you do post a picture with a friend, do not make that your first picture where people have to guess which yes one? I hate that that's never like the worst you should never have to guess which, which one you are so yeah but but seriously try not to post any of those pictures really make the focus I mean, on you because it's really I, all about you I I understand that but I mean I mean still the uh guys don't have a lot of options and I know yeah. they yeah. I'm just saying for all the guys out there that might be listening like if you have a group picture with friends, either don't put it as your first one or make sure you legit say, this is me in it because <laughs> like, no, nobody's going to take the time to figure out whether you're the, which guy you are. I definitely think like disclosing kids is important because for me at that time in my life, it was definitely a huge thing. And I was really like, he had waited until after the first date to tell me that and I think that just was like a lot I mean I knew I knew that he was older than me and I like but I was very interested in him and then he said that and then I just you know it just ended so yeah and I don't blame you because that's a lot and I think I think that's something that should just be disclosed and that child is hopefully a part of your life. So why hide it? I understand exactly. if you don't want to introduce them to everyone, which you should not be doing. I agree. But and yeah, definitely mention time. it. Like, I think I would think that if I had kids, I wouldn't want to be wasting my time away from my kids or like on my personal time where I have 
dating people that might not want kids or might not like want to be a stepmom or whatever, or a stepdad, you know, I, I wouldn't want to take that time. I would want to put it out there right away and say, Hey, I have kids so that I know that the people that I'm going to date are okay with that. Like I would want that before. So yeah, yeah, I completely understand that part. Another thing I want to put out there too is be honest, say what you're looking for, like in your profile, like I, I, you know, it's okay to be honest and say, Hey, I'm looking for a relationship. Hey, I want kids. You know, those are things that you can put out there. You shouldn't be afraid to tell people that. Cause I know sometimes, you know, people are like, Oh, I don't want to seem like it's too much, but there's a way to say things right. That come across positive and Hey, we want to meet somebody who's on the same page. You've got to put it out there. That way you don't waste their time or your time. And that's exactly. the number one, like you said, one of the things that people always were concerned about is wasting their time for people that aren't quality or something like that. So even if you're just looking for a hookup or whatever, you should definitely be explicit about that because it's, or specific about it because it's just going to save everybody some time. I hate no, that, by the way, on Bumble, it's like, I should look, but it's something, it's like, you're not sure what you're doing type thing. It's like, oh, I don't know what, what is my dating or not, you know, type of thing. I don't want to swipe on anybody, but let me see. Let me see if I can find it. Cause it says like, it says, oh, I'm just like seeing, just scene I don't want a relationship I don't really know what I want I'm confused that type of thing uh I would say avoid red flag (laughs) I mean if you're just looking to date and have fun I guess that's okay but you know for somebody who knows hey I want to be in a relationship that's a turn I think that would be a turn off right I I only really swipe right on people that have a really want a relationship but don't know yet Yeah. I mean, I think that's questionable. I think that I would probably avoid that. So that's why I'm saying I'm putting it out there on this podcast. Don't be afraid to say you want a relationship because I remember at one point when I was dating, I'm like, do I put it out there? Does it look uncool if I put it out there? You got to be true to yourself at the end of the day. And that's what your dating profile should really embody who right. you are, what you're looking for. Again, it goes back to time. You don't want to mm-hmm. waste anybody's time. Yours and don't wait. Yeah, don't waste time. Definitely. You're, you're wasting my time if I swipe right thinking that there might be a, a chance of a relationship. I have a friend that she has like the best dating story ever. And I know I'm not going to do it justice telling it, but she met some guy somehow, like probably at a bar. Cause that's how she rolls. Um, she met him and he lived in a different city. And so she flew up to meet him and he picked her up in his car and uh, he had to breathe into a breathalyzer to start his car. And he, she didn't know that. So every time he started his car, he had to breathe into a breathalyzer so that he wouldn't. And he made her do it one time. So that he could start his car. So, you know, background checks are great. You're right. I did not know that I could do it myself. So I'm glad that that is something 
Yeah, you do have to pay for it, but you know what? If you're going on your second, third date, it's just to protect yourself and protect your heart, more importantly, and just know who you're dealing with up front. I mean, and also, you know, like I said, everybody has a past. People make mistakes. And I do believe people do make changes, but these are like good things to know. Exactly. All right. So our quick wins for this time are how to set like setting up an authentic profile, making sure your profile is authentic and represents you well, mm-hmm. and then making sure that you do a background check after the third or second or third date. Yes. Want to continue. Exactly. Quick wins. Quick wins. I guess another quick win that I want to talk about too, besides just, you know, the dating profile things is background checks. Yeah. So, so so let me explain this to you. So maybe you're, you know, maybe you don't want to do a background check the first date, but maybe you have a great date with somebody and it's going really well. Again, my whole thing is saving time and preventing heartbreak from people because these were things that I did wrong dating. I, at one point in my life, dated someone that I thought was fabulous, but I was very busy. I traveled. I didn't spend 24 seven with this guy. And I found out two months afterwards that he was a functioning alcoholic and going back into his record, he had DWIs. And this was a person that had everything good on paper. He was like the VP of a big mark for marketing for a big bank. Okay. So I just want to empower people. I want to empower you. If you're dating somebody, you're going on the second or third date and you don't have to, you don't tell anybody, this is your personal thing. Do a background check just to make sure they are who they are. They say who they are. They're not married. How do you do that without? So, so I would go to checkmate Mm -hmm. or I would go to, there's another one I like to call been verified. And you, at this point, like second or third date, you have their first last name, you know, their age and you just run, run the check. And, And you can also, I think, do it as well by state here somehow I've heard I just think it's a nice thing to know but I also want to challenge you too and remember no one is perfect so hey maybe they did get into some trouble when they were younger or they have like a misdemeanor so just keep that in your mind too that no one's perfect but I think it kind of helps you just kind of know in the back of your mind so as you're dating as you're exploring if this person's going to be a good match for you Mm-hmm. You have, you already know, like, some of the red flags that could come up. Two, three. Happy dating. Happy dating. I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs>